0: So it's probably gonna be my first ever NBA podcast. Gonna be doing some football too, but just started to just decided to start around playoff time. What's perfect, so you know, just gonna be going over the games and what I think. So the games two happened. Game one and game two has happened since Saturday. I'm recording this Tuesday, so I'm gonna be going over Saturday, Sunday, Monday. A lot of crazy games. And yeah, I'll be trying to do this daily and just bring some content for you guys. So, starting off with the first game of the playoffs, it was 76ers versus Nets. Mikel Bridges had 30 points, 5 rebounds. He played really good. Harden had 23 points, 11 assists, also 4 turnovers. MB had a decent game, but he didn't really need to do much. 76ers ended up winning 121 to 101. Not much to cover around in that game just because 76ers just. Obliterated them, and that's not going to be much of a series. So, I think sixers and four, maybe Nets still a game because Mikel Bridges and Cameron Johnson's been playing really well, but we'll see. The Celtics versus Hawks. Celtics ended up winning 112 99. Trey Young had five for 18 shooting. Tatum and Brown had 25 28. They were up by like 35 at one point, and then Hawks with Sadiq Bay, Trey. DeJounte Murray, John Collins had like a big run, got it down to within like 10, and they finished losing by 13. But this is a big conversation. Some people think Trey Young should get off the team because they just have not been very good in the Trey Young era, and I kind of agree. He's a fast point guard. Yes, he gets um, points, but it's like in 2K when, I mean, assists, it's like in 2K when you're just like kind of. Just cheating for assists. You're not really passing. He's not that good of a passer. They recently acquired DeJounte Murray last season, and he has not helped them at all. So, Trey Young should probably go off the roster if he went to, like, I don't know, if he went to Miami, that'd be interesting, him and Jimmy. He needs, like, a superstar duo. I think he cannot be the first player on the team to win it. Yes, there's arguments that, what, 2020, I think, they made it to the conference finals, and they lost to the Heat and the Heat played the Lakers, but I just think that this Hawks team would not get past the first round, especially with how stacked the East is. And if you're four to nine seed, you're gonna be playing, you know, Celtics, Sixers, Bucks, Cavs, Knicks, everything, every single season. So that's just not it for them. So going on to this next game, the third game of Saturday, I believe. This was a very good game. Didn't really get watched much. I didn't watch these first three games, but I watched a lot more games. The Knicks won one, 101 to 97. Very cro- close game. Jalen Brunson had 27 points. Randall shot 7 for 20. Barrett shot 2 for 12. And Josh Hart had 10 rebounds. So they beat the Cavs shooting very bad. I think Emayner um, Quickly, I don't think he did that good. And um, Quentin Grimes, he also had not a very good game. Brunson kind of carried Randall's impact is still amazing even if he's not shooting the ball So that's just a plus no matter what Josh Hart I've been saying this over and over. He's a top five rebounding guard. I think I have Westbrook. Then I have him Ten rebounds. He's averaging like eight rebounds on the season and he's a shooting guard. So that's just really good Cavs didn't really cover much on the Cavs. I think Mitchell, you know, he's gonna give you 20 game I saw a lot of people saying that Darius Garland and Evan Mobley, it's their first ever playoff game, you know. They had the Jitters and just overall did not really play that good. Well, I can see that makes sense. And Jared Allen, they need to play better, especially with Isaac Okoro. Like that defensive lineup, Garland, Mitchell Okoro, Evan Mobley, and Jared Allen. I can see how there can be offensive issues when, like, Mitchell is kind of the only one who can say, go get me a bucket. Garland and, um, Evan Mobley will get there, but not quite yet. But defensively, this is by far the best defensive team in the league, I believe. Them, Celtics, and I think Bucks, but I think it's just them three. Going on to the fourth game of the day. This may have been the best game till now. It was Kings versus Warriors. Kings ended up winning 126 to 123. Saw the ticket prices over like $700. Kings have not been in the playoffs since 2003. Nine, two 2007, something like that. It's been like 18 years, 16, and the fans were hyped and everything. Darren Fox showed up. He had 38 points. He shot like 46%, I believe. But if you're going to have 38 points and you shoot 46%, you're and Fox. they would take that. So, bonus had 12.16 rebounds. He's a double-double machine. He, I think he averages a double-double definitely, and... Sabona so shot 5 for 17, what's well, not very good, especially because usually he shoots the ball very efficient. So 5 for 17 is not the best, but Malik Monk had 32 points, 14 for 14 free throws. Malik Monk this season has been amazing. Him and Deer and Fox, that duo, has been very, very good, and I cannot wait to see what more they do. So that's a duo that everyone should be looking out for. And then Curry had 30 points, Clay had twenty-one. Curry still kinda struggled to shoot the ball. I mean, I think he went like five for twelve round threes. what's obviously good, but years past he just like has been such a bigger threat on the three point than he has been this year. Clay, you know his thing. Clay's not gonna drop fifty in a playoff game unless if it's game six clay. Uh, Andrew Wiggins and Curry both missed game-winning or game-tying threes at the end. What usually they don't miss, but that's also was not very good down the stretch. They played terrible down the stretch. Draymond Green had nine rebounds and eleven assists. What you know, that's just Draymond numbers. He's gonna get those rebounds. He's gonna get those assists. Very important. I think he's like twentieth on the all-time um, uh, assist leaders in the playoffs. What's I wasn't really surprised. I honestly thought he was higher, but that's very good. Lakers, going on to Sunday games. I think this was the first game that I like won at basketball practice, so I couldn't make it. But I watched a little bit, but not too much. The Lakers won 128-112. to 112. In the first three quarters, looking at stats, highlights, all that, it was very close, neck-to-neck. Neck. And then I think five minutes left in the fourth, um, John Morant hurt his wrist, and he got an MRI. He's fine, but that still could be... Uh, involving injury that down the stretch could really hurt him. So, if they have, if they don't have Jaw, this to be a four or five game series, and I don't really think anyone can argue that. But um, Austin Reeves had twenty three points. Austin Reeves in these last couple of weeks has been the third best player on that team by far. I think he, I think he played better than LeBron in this game. But LeBron didn't really need be played off LeBron. He wrote, obviously later down the stretch. AD had 22 points, 12 rebounds. (laughs) He scared everyone. Everyone thought he was injured because he always gets injured, but he ended up being fine. But in games like this, if you're up by 10 or more, get AD and LeBron out of the game. They're too much injury prone to not have him. And Rui had 29 points off the bench. He only played like 17 minutes, I believe, and he had 29 points. So that's very good. Jaron Jackson Jr. had 31 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists. Two blocks, and he shot 13 for 22. Jaron Jackson Jr. has been fantastic this season. I'm going to get into it a little bit. Him winning DPOI, I guess I predicted it. It seems it was like kind of the unanimous decision. He's been, since he came back from his injury, I think when he's in the game, the Grizzlies are like plus 14 and plus minus, or box. What, he's up there with like the Giannis's Jokic of the league. And that's just crazy, especially because now he's scoring, he's passing. Everyone knew he could do this, but just he's so injury-prone. But his defense is just crazy. And the Lakers, I have the Lakers making conference finals, playing against the Nuggets, or maybe NBA finals. This Lakers team, when healthy, is a top-four team in the league. And I don't really think that's you can really argue that. That's just how good they are. And then um, going on to the... I think this was still Saturday. No Sunday, Sunday. It was Heat versus Bucks. He ended up winning one thirty to one seventeen high scoring game. I looked at you know I, I can could make this game too, but Jimmy Butler had thirty five points, eleven assists for the last five years. I'd say it's been you know LeBron, Jimmy Curry, um, Giannis as like the best playoff players. Jimmy Butler, playoff Jimmy's Jimmy is just up on another level. He's a top three player. Also Kawhi, you know, when he was with the Raptors and Spurs, definitely up there. When when Jimmy Butler's hot passing, rebounding, this Heat team's very, very dangerous. Chris Middleton had a very good game, too. He had 33 points, 9 rebounds. Chris Middleton's very capable of dropping 30, 20 to 30 points most games and getting a couple boards. He also had five turnovers, but... That's going to happen in playoffs when, you know, you have the ball most of the time. So, nothing really to worry about there. Drew Holiday had six assists, what's very impressive. Also, you know, his defense is Drew Holiday defense, so it's going to be locked down. You know, that's just how it is. He shot 6 for 18, what you know, that's not good at all. Especially because he's not really a sure. shooter. If you're not open, don't, you know, take good shots. But also, he shot a lot because Giannis got hurt, I think, in the first quarter. I don't think it's that good. Like, I don't think it's that bad. His MRI came back. He's fine. He didn't break or tear or anything. But this made me sad because I like Tyler Hero a lot. He broke his wrist. I think he just fell. I don't even know. Didn't really see it. But that's kind of a big blow to the heat. But they still have their key guys. And Bam Adebayo and Jimmy and, you know. And Max Struess. Max Struess has been playing really good shooting threes. I think he had five three-pointers in. The playing game against Chicago, I want to say, didn't follow playing games in the East because I'm a Nuggets fan, and, and it didn't really affect me. Like Heat and and Hawks are likely first round exits unless if Heat can make some sort of run. But if Giannis is playing, gonna be five or six. But taking up eight uh, one seat to six games is always very good. And here we go. The most. My favorite game of this whole weekend. This and the Kings um, Warriors game on Saturday. Clippers vs Suns. This game was so entertaining. In the it was in the at halftime and majority of the first half, um, the Clippers led by like ten to twelve. You know, Suns got in within five. But for the most part, it was like a really really close game. Um, Kawhi Leonard playoff Kawhi. What I'll say about Jimmy. Player of Kawhi is on another level. When he's not low management, when he's healthy, but he's kind of not been healthy that much. He had 38 points, 5 assists, and 5 rebounds. That was crazy stat lines, but Kawhi, I would not be surprised if he averaged, you know, less than 38 points, but same with the rebounds and assists, like 32, 5, and 5. You know, also 3 zeros, 2 blocks. I don't think he got that in that game, but usually that's his stat line with a couple of DPOYs and just overall one of the best defensive players in the league. Zubak had 15 rebounds. I think Zubak, Steven Adams, Giannis, maybe Jaren. Those guys, in my opinion, are the best rebounders in the league. Zubak is such a good rebounder. As a Nuggets fan, this dude always out-rebounds Jokic on the boards, but not many people can do that. Zubak, his defense. His defense is okay. Pick and roll, he's not very good defending. He needs to work on that if they go down the stretch. Also, for the Suns, Kevin Durant had 27 points. D-Book had 26 points, four series, three box. His defense was crazy. If he did that the whole year, he's unanimous D-P-O-I. His defense, I've never seen Book really play defense. He usually kind of just focuses on offense. Torrey Craig had 22. Obviously, Torrey Craig, since he's played for the Nuggets and everything, has had lockdown defense, very clutch. They had no bench. I think they ended up only scoring 10 to 15 points off the bench, and that was the same with the Clips. I know it's playoffs and you're seven, eight man rotation, but you need to have a good 6th or 7th man to even just play defense, get a couple of threes. Like Marcus Morris, you know, those guys, Jay Crowder, like those kind of journeyman guys who usually in playoffs play good. You know, P.J. Tucker, like those guys. Kevin Durant had 11 assists, but you know, it was good. But this is the most concerning thing as a Suns fan. He only took 15 shots. He has 15 shots for a lot of players, a lot or even more than you want to take. But Kevin Durant, we're used to seeing him take 20 to 25 shots in playoffs. He need to get that up to 20, and then he's scoring 35. He's just that type of generational talent that if you're taking 15 shots in a playoff, he should be taking a lot more. And this is what I want to cover the most. Westbrook shot 3 for 19. He's my favorite player of all time. Just want to say that. I'm going to try and be... Not as biased as I can. 3-for-19 is, like, basically as worst shooting as you can get. But, I've never seen a player shoot 3-for-19, so it had a positive impact. He had 10 rebounds, 8 assists. I think he had, like, 4 or 5 steals and blocks on Kevin Durant alone, but that's a cool matchup because, you know, their history and OKC, and, you know, they, they have beef, but Westbrook said that they didn't have beef, but I sort of think they have beef because, like, I don't think it's as big as some people make it seem like, but. And then the um they also had no bench help, but Westbrook got the game winning block. We blocked Devin Booker and he spiked out on his ankle right at the end. And he had, I think, two pairs of clutch free throws down the stretch, but if he missed those, Suns could have easily won. Devin Booker and Kevin Durant kinda choked at the end, what usually you don't see Devin Devin Booker and Kevin Durant are clutch. Like there's really no denying that. Um this last game, didn't really watch this one at all. Oh, so the game before Warriors and Kings yesterday was um, Nets, Sixers. Didn't really get much on that. NB played great. Harden played great. Um, Cameron Johnson for the Nets had a very good game. I think like 32 points, hit a couple of threes. At halftime, Brooklyn was up like 52 to 42. I'd like to say something like that. Nets playing great. Looks like they could maybe get a win, but they couldn't pull it out. And um, and Embiid, Harden, Maxi and company. Maxi had I think five threes down the stretch. He ended with like thirty four points. It's Tyrese Maxi, he's crazy. He's so good. I was thinking about this yesterday. Who would be more important down the stretch for the Sixers? Maxi or Harden? Obviously, Embiid's one. Because I feel like Harden's passing has been really good. But Harden, if Harden is not shooting that well, he's not really impacting as well as you would want him to. But I feel like that's the same with Maxi though. If they're not shooting, they're like those kind of shoot first, Jordan Poole, Cam Thomas. Like, I need to shoot. I'm going to get to the layup. I'm um, do some, you know, jelly layup. Just do something nice. But if they're not doing that, then they're not really impacting the game. That's the one concern about the Sixers. If if they play the Bucks or the Celtics defense, and say they stop and beat who's gonna step up? I think Maxi has the potential to, definitely, but I don't know if he's there quite yet. <coughs> and then um to the Warriors vs Kings game last night, did not watch that too much. Saw that the Kings won, Cur- Curry, Clay, Wiggins all had twenty plus points. What's what you want to see from them? Draymond has some assists, rebounds, blocks, steals. You know he's like the type of guy to get a five by five game five points five rebounds five assists five steals five blocks, you know Draymond does that. It's been a lot of turnovers watching the Warriors. King, Sabonis and Fox each had twenty five each. What as I said earlier in the podcast, um or YouTube whatever you're watching on Sabonis struggled in game one, but him getting back scoring twenty four I think he had also had like twelve rebounds. That's very good, but the most like. I guess debatable thing is what happened with Draymond when he stepped on, um, when he stepped on Sabonis. Because, like, I watched that. At first, I was like, Draymond should be suspended. You can't just, like, step on someone's chest like that. But watching that game clip, um, Sabonis clearly, like, grabs Draymond's legs. And when you're grabbing, running, trying to get back on defense, you react. And he just stepped on Sabonis. Yes, it was like... It was, like, a really hard stomp. But I think, honestly, that's a basketball play. Like, maybe him getting suspended was okay because he stomped on him. But it honestly could have been a foul on Sabonis Morse. First, I think it should have been a tech on Draymond. I don't know if he got one prior in the game because I saw him getting a tech and ejected. But, you know, Draymond, he gets one prior in the game. And once it... So, basically finished with going over all the games. Lots of crazy games. Tonight, we have... Knicks, um, Cavs, uh Celtics, Suns, and I forgot the other game, but the other game is definitely not that important. If I forgot about it, Uh Dylan Brooks, Dylan Brooks is crazy. I don't, I he may hurt the Grizzlies more than help down the stretch. This Grizzlies team, if they win, they're losing to the Kings or Warriors. Who I have Kings winning. I'm just gonna go through this. I. have... 76ers being Nets, Celtics being Hawks, Knicks and Cavs is Game Seven, but I had Cavs before, so I'm gonna just say with that because I'm not gonna change it. I Kings being Warriors in six because the Warriors are like nine and twenty on the road, but it's horrendous, and I just think at the Kings court they're not gonna beat the Kings, and if the Kings um secure one at the Bay, then Kings are easily winning because the They'd be up 3-1, and there's only a handful of teams coming back from 3-1. I have Lakers being Grizz in 5 or 6. Bucks beating Heat and 6. Now it's Clippers and Suns, Clippers in 7. That's my prediction. That's kind of my upset. I think Suns, people haven't win at all. This team, their chemistry is not good enough. And, yeah, that's all the games. Yeah. This ended my first podcast. Please like, give me five stars whenever I'm posting this on, and thank you for watching, and expect these every single day, so please come and support. Thank you.